welcome to the first episode of Self-Care Sunday. My name is Kaylee Reed and I am the creator of Self-Care Sunday, a minimalist media project starting with this podcast. And the purpose of Self-Care Sunday is to redefine the idea of self-care through the voices of raw and diverse women. So I have a number of really inspiring females lined up to be interviewed for the podcast, and we're gonna be tackling everything from mental health to feminism to consumerism and kind of all of the things that intersect with self-care and taking care of yourself, finding time to practice self-care and what self-care looks like to different women. Every Sunday, only on Sundays, I'll release a new podcast episode, and that is the only time in the week that you'll hear from me. My goal with this project is to create something relatable, meaningful, and hopefully inspiring that can act as a part of your weekly self-care. So before I get into the backstory of the podcast and what's to come, I want to talk about our podcast partner, Lisa, which is honestly the perfect fit for self-care Sunday. I ordered my Lisa mattress uh, a couple weeks ago. It arrived at my doorstep, was super easy to set up, and is honestly the comfiest mattress I have ever slept on. So if you're anything like me and you need a good night's sleep as part of your self-care, I definitely recommend Lisa mattress. You can check them out at lisaleesa.com and you can save $100 off your first purchase with the code SELFCARE, S-E-L-F-C-A-R-E at the checkout. Now let's get into today's episode. If you're listening to this, you might know me from other areas of my professional life, most likely as the founder of Wear Your Label, which is a fashion brand dedicated to ending the stigma around mental health and creating conversations through clothing. As an entrepreneur and as a woman in the startup world, the past three years have definitely taken a toll on my mental health, ironically. (laughs) I had built this startup that came out of a really personal low place of experience with mental illness and wanting to create something that could both help me get out of the rut that I was in, but also bring people together over this idea that we're not alone in whatever we might be going through. And clothing became the medium to do that. I often say that starting where your label was both the best and the worst thing for my mental health. The best in that it connected me to this amazing, supportive community of people, people who get it, people who were inspiring and really uplifted me and motivated me to keep going, to get out of the rut that I was in and to work on my recovery journey. And then there was also all of the milestones and the quick growth of the company, you know, the press, the partnerships, showing at New York Fashion Week, all of those things were really rewarding and of course were reasons for me to be incredibly happy and proud of everything that I had built with Wear Your Label. But on the flip side, it was also the worst thing for my mental health because, well, starting a business is really hard. Entrepreneurship is this incredibly challenging journey in that it's financially stressful, it's mentally and physically overwhelming to put your entire self into something, and emotionally, it's a roller coaster. And because there are so many ups and downs, so much risk, and so much uncertainty, it can definitely take a toll on your mental health. 
even when things look amazing on the outside looking in, it's really only ever half of the story. So when I first started Wear Your Label, the business was essentially my life. I was working 12 to 14 hour days. I was consumed with this idea of hustle and high growth and wanted to be successful, of course. I thought that being busy, however, somehow equaled some sort of success. And so after getting pretty burnt out, I realized the irony in what I was practicing versus what I was preaching. I had built this company that was founded on the principles of mental health awareness and taking care of yourself and being open about the things that you're going through. And yet I was working myself to the bone. I was completely overwhelmed, super stressed out. And I was trying to keep up with this startup culture that I didn't necessarily believe in. In the startup world, it seems like you have to put your company first literally 24-7. And so the idea of putting Kaylee first and actually taking care of myself and taking a break from work or not putting in as many hours as I was, was kind of scary. And I think that's really hard for every entrepreneur, especially in the early days when it feels so life or death, like if you don't put in the work, your company will fail. And there's a lot of fear around failure. So two years after starting Wear Your Label, I decided I really needed to take care of myself if I was going to make things work. So I began taking back my Sundays, and instead of working all day, all night, all weekend on my business, I started hashtag self-care Sunday. And beyond the hashtag was this really simple idea of just spending one day away from emails, away from the office, to fully focus on myself. Whether that meant hanging out with friends, or sleeping in and watching Netflix, or cleaning and organizing my apartment, just time to practice self-care and being diligent about setting that time out in the week every single week. Not surprisingly, I saw a huge shift in my mood, in my productivity, and in my work because when you take care of yourself and you are the best version of yourself, you can also produce your best work. The idea of self-care being selfish and taking time away from quote-unquote being productive is a myth. We can have both, and I think we need to have both. So fast forward to 2017, after a lot of growth with my company, I started doing some more introspection. When I started Wear Your Label, I honestly never thought that we were starting a company. It was something that I'm lucky and grateful grew so organically with a lot of hard work, but things grew really quickly and fell into place and it grew to be this thing that was a lot bigger than me. We had team members, we had outsourced production, we were shipping to over 35 countries around the world. And yet, my experiences running Wear Your Label brought about some new revelations for me. When you start a company at 20 years old, you don't necessarily know what you're doing, or who you are, or who you want to be. And at that time, I was struggling with my mental illness, and I was in a completely different place in my life. 
three years later, I had grown incredibly more self-aware and essentially realized I wanted to move on to something else. And for a lot of people, this came as a surprise. Wear Your Label was my baby, it was my first startup, it was a huge part of my life for three years. And yet, I felt confined by being defined by the company. I no longer wanted to be Kaylee of Wear Your Label, I just wanted to be Kaylee. I wanted to rediscover myself and my passions and do more of what I loved. So letting go of the company wasn't actually too hard. I really felt like the timing was right for me to move on and to start a new chapter. And I also believe that one of the best ways to be a mental health advocate is to wholly be yourself and live the life that you want to despite your mental illness. So being a mental health advocate doesn't necessarily mean needing to talk about your struggles every single day on social media, but rather proving that you don't need to be defined by them because you're out in the world killing it at what you love. And so for the past three years, I had been the girl talking about her eating disorder, talking about depression, talking about anxiety every single day of my life as a job, and then taking in stories from strangers and people on the internet and people that I spoke to in person about mental health. And it became incredibly overwhelming. Of course, it was also a privilege to hear these stories and to be on the receiving end of so much trust, but it was a lot. And I think it's a lot for any mental health advocate. And I'm not saying that I'm stepping out of the mental health advocacy space, obviously, as here I am with a podcast wanting to still talk about it, but there are different layers and different levels. And through my experience running Wear Your Label, I really realized what the, where the line was that I needed to draw in order for me to be the healthiest version of myself. So that brings us to here. And there's three things I've really learned about myself throughout this journey and three things that I'm kind of putting into what this next chapter looks like. The first is I learned that I'm a feminist. Being a young female in the startup community with a male co-founder, male advisors, and male mentors, I learned very quickly that it is still a man's world especially in the business community where only 7% of CEO roles go to women and only 2.5% of female founders receive venture capital. The number of times when I walked into a networking event or a pitch competition where I was one of a handful of women amongst a sea of men is too many times to count. And subsequently, I found myself becoming more and more interested in women's issues, researching different feminist theories, and finally getting to a place where I feel comfortable calling myself a feminist. The second thing I learned about myself is that I am a minimalist, which when you're running a company that thrives off of selling tangible products to people becomes a bit of a value conflict. I'm somebody who only owns about 20 items of clothing and is consciously considering how consumption plays a role in my life, in other women's lives, and in how we practice self-care. 
And so I'm really looking forward to implementing more minimalist values in kind of the next chapter of my life. And the third thing that I learned is that I am a creative soul at heart, despite having an analytical working brain. So for the past three years, my creativity had been somewhat stifled because when everything you create needs to have a dollar sign and ROI attached to it because it's a company creation, uh, it can feel limiting. And so I'm really committing to creating more freely and not necessarily with a purpose. Self-Care Sunday is a culmination of these three things and the outcome of a new chapter for me. It's a creative project bringing women's voices to light. It's minimalist media that is consciously created, valuing connection over clicks. It's my own self-care and I hope that it can become a part of yours too. So I'm looking forward to sharing these episodes with you, interviewing female entrepreneurs, designers, creators, and mental health advocates, speaking authentically about their stories and about mine, and hopefully reminding you that self-care is what you make it, and it's whatever you need it to be. And for me, it's this. Happy Self-Care Sunday, everyone. Mm-hmm.